Kevin Special K Daily, formerly a member of the world-famous Harlem Globetrotters. Coming up next is The X's on the Fishbowl Radio Network. I can't wait to see what they got to say this week. Look out! up the scene I set. I like to stand in a crowd and watch the people wonder, damn, but think about it, then you understand. I'm just an addict, addicted to music, maybe it's a habit, I gotta use it. Straight out of Compton, crazy Michelle Stimson, and you're listening to With the X's on Fishbowl Radio Network. Welcome to This Week on With The Exes. I'm Stoney Rose. I'm Lakinya Moore. And we are the Relationship Realists. And this is your safe place to start the hard conversations. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Okay, I have a confession. Just a small one. We needed notes. I tried. I tried. Y'all know I told you I'm OCD. No. So I had to do like a one-sheeter just to give me a rhythm and a flow so I could stay consistent. Oh, that is so so funny. Now that I know what I need, I'm good. I'm in a good space. I don't have to try to remember everything. I just need a little outline. Right. And so if you guys are just joining us, we have been doing this for six months now. Can you believe that? What? Six months on the 14th of this month. No. Yes. Wow. <laughs> We've been doing this for six months. We're figuring it out. It's getting right. there. So if you guys want to find out more, you can always go to www.withtheexes.com. That's www.withtheexes.com. And you might have an expression on your face like, well, can you like, what? All this has been going on? For six, and I guess when you love what you do, you really don't realize. I think that's what it is. But this is the thing. What I was really thinking about was, okay, so you know you get pregnant and 
in nine months you give birth right and i'm just thinking we're just, almost yeah. at at birthing we've just been carrying a, a, a whole show oh my gosh three more months i don't know what's going to happen i don't know but i'm excited i am for excited whatever about it is what's and ever it is as my grandmother would say and i'm open to i'm it. excited yes and i'm open to it i am trying to set up uh these different fees so hello to facebook hello to fishbowl as hey. well as the people who will join us later on anchor and youtube however it is you right. connect with us right. we appreciate you guys all of you guys welcome 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 our top 10 countries i'm gonna okay. do the drum roll and i'll let you read Woo. okay the u.s india japan is that poland wow venezuela russia ne netherlands canada australia Brazil. Brazil. Look out with the exes. Look out. Six months. We coming. We coming for you. We've already been somewhere, but we coming for brace, the rest of the place. Brace yourself. I love it. I love it. Now I need my notes back. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm just saying. You know, just a little oh, bit. Just a little funny. bit. So if you guys want to get in on the party, you know where to find us now. Yes. Mondays, 7 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can watch us on Facebook Live. So shout out to anybody who has joined us. I'm not going to get distracted and try to start seeing who you are just yet. So we will find you guys on the break. Right. And then we'll shout you back out after the break. Absolutely. That might work a little bit better. Yes. And we appreciate you guys for joining us from around the world. Absolutely. Champagne and shades. You see, I already have my shades on. Right. I thought they just went with the outfit, so I just girl, put them on. Girl, they cute. But they were kind of necessary. You. Oh, well, yeah. hold on. Let me grab mine. <laughs> yeah, grab your shades. Yeah. There's so much stuff going on in the world. You it just is. never know. It is. Like, you never know what's really going on. So, I read a post. First of all, um... Champagne and Shades, what's popping is brought to you by With Style Catering yes. in Seattle, Washington. Have to give a shout out to Bridget Washington. Uh, have Spatula will travel, so she will come to you. And we are still working on getting her here to us. Yes. We're excited about that, that yes. partnership and just right. letting her serve us in the DFW area so awesome. you guys can come out and sample and see for yourself. So I can't shout wait. out to Bridget and With Style Catering. That's withstylecatering.com. Now, I read something on Facebook that was interesting. And it might just only be interesting because, you know, I think a little bit differently than most folks. So it might oh, just be wow. normal. But to me, it was like, okay. Okay. A wife posted... How many times do I have to forgive a cheating husband? Uh. Yeah. So that was one of those times where I was just there for the comments. <laughs> I'm just going to read what everybody else says. Because right. if I say something, right. you already know something that's going to jump off. off. Yeah. <laughs> they going to put me out the group. Girl, you got to behave yourself. However, I must have a Facebook twin because somebody said something. That I would have said. Ooh. Now, I'm not proud of it. I'm just saying. <laughs> and y'all forgive me in advance. Hold on, girl. Do I need to put another pair on <laughs> before you get started? <laughs> One person said, and I feel like this should have just shut the whole conversation down. I'm going to read this. That's why it's important to have notes. <laughs> 
to the person who posted this question, how many times do I have to forgive a cheating husband? My husband knows me. I gets even. <laughs> Why are you looking like that? I wasn't ready. Oh, <laughs> I tried to warn you. I said a Well, I asked you, do I need two pair? You said I was all right. Oh, okay. Well, maybe you needed another pair. Yes, I needed another. Because I, I was waiting for her godly, you know. Oh, no. Uh-uh. No. Mm -mm. There was some of that, but I was there for the comments. Remember, <laughs> I was just there for the comments. Right. I wasn't there to say anything. I wanted to see what everybody else was going to say. Because I already knew if I said something, it wasn't going to be pray for 25 years. Right. We established right. that two weeks ago. Right. <sighs> so this lady said, my husband knows me. I guess even. So they don't have no cheating problems no. because he knows she will get even. And girl, she didn't even say it proper. Nope. She said, I she gets, gets even. I gets even. Girl, when we start putting S's on stuff <laughs> that don't. Girl, she was for real. So for me, I was like, well, there you go. And that's not something I'm proud of. And I'm not just saying for that topic. Right. I have always been that person. Remember, I told you I was a professional grudge holder. Yes. So before boot camp. That's just yes. what I did. Yeah. Now let's pray nothing happens after after <laughs> I've been delivered from unforgiveness. Right. We'll see. Take you back. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> okay, but you know, I don't really think it's just you. Okay, I appreciate knowing that. Because sometimes no. people try to make me feel like I'm all by myself. Okay, so just know you're not. Okay, thank you. Okay. Like let's just be real in this yeah, room. Yeah, because I and it's like, okay, I might not get you when you got me. Like if you trip me on purpose. Right. I might not say nothing right. that time. Right. But you better believe that I'm going to get you back. Right. So right. the tripping, the slapping, the stealing, the cheat, whatever right. it is, let's just know. So this is the deal. There's a deal? Yes. <laughs> okay. So a long time ago when our parents were our age mm -hmm. and then their mothers they didn't the younger generation we are different we are very much and then this new generation is different from our generation they're even worse yeah i can see that so this is the deal okay i'm listening when couples get married they need to know that the women are different i am not Mimo. Right. And you are not Papa. So I'm not Mimo living in the house taking care of the kids while Papa working and taking care of two families and Mimo never says anything. Right. That's not our generation. We're not doing that. We are not doing not that. Not most of us. Uh, there might be really, some. And I don't know them. If I do, my they circle, haven't seen My it. circle is small. Okay. But I don't know them. I don't want to know them. Um, we are fed up with being walked on. That's what it is. We're tired of people saying, well, you're supposed to forgive seven times 70 and all of that. And he has seven kids. Uh, and, and. Outside the marriage. I, and I do believe we need to forgive. I'm not saying that. Right. But what I am saying it comes is. With some you going to have to forgive me too. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready for that one. <laughs> well, put your shades on. 
because we both gonna be forgiven. Uh, I shouldn't love that, y'all. I'm sorry, but I agree. <laughs> I concur. I approve that message. Now y'all can take it however y'all want to take it. Y'all know what we doing on with the exes. We having real conversations. As a matter of fact, I was at uh, VBS last night at church, mm. and there's a comedian. He um, shoot, I think he goes by Ron G. Mm. Really, really good. He says he's been married a month. But he went into this spiel and he said, married people, y'all lie. And I said, I don't. It was quiet. I said, I don't. You ask me a question, I'm, I'm going you. to tell yes, you. Yes, yes. He said, y'all walk around acting like marriage is easy. I've only been married a month and marriage is hard. I could have told you that I don't even think, okay, I will say marriage is hard. Some people say that marriage is like hard work. I don't believe marriage is hard work. I believe marriage is work. Right. And the people make, make it, it hard. hard. I agree. People are difficult. I agree. So if you married to a difficult person or if you are the difficult person, I agree. then you just made your marriage unnecessarily right. miserable. Right. Just do it from the beginning. Right. I mm -hmm. agree. Yeah. Totally agree with that. And I, I just feel like... I watched enough marriages to know what I was going to do and what I wasn't. Now, real marriages. Real marriages. Because I was watching Victor Newman. No, my mom and dad. That's right. You had real marriages. Oh, I had really good examples. I still have. That's good. Really good examples. Well, just just because mine didn't work don't mean I don't see them. Right. Um, I just wasn't them. Um, God had a different way for me to travel. I thought I saw some good marriages until the husbands hit on me. Yeah, uh-huh, I can say that. I thought, oh, yeah, they have a wonderful marriage until you, like, get slid a pass. And it's like, oh, okay. Do you, do you tell when that happens or do you just leave it alone? Girl, the person I tell don't say nothing. Oh, wow. Like he don't say nothing in here. And do you tell the woman? No, because I figure she know. Oh. I figure she, you know. You know what your man is doing. Oh. You can act like you don't know. I ain't the first person I that he that. hit on, and I'm not going to be the last person he right. hit on. So I just right. let that roll right on by and keep right. it moving. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I probably wouldn't uh, say anything either. If I was the spouse, I don't think I would say anything either. If you were married to the person who hit on somebody else? No, I would definitely say something if I was married oh, if to the you person. Were me. But but if I like if I was married to you uh -huh. and someone hit on you, right? I don't think I would say anything to that person. Oh, because my trust and my covenant is with you. So as long as you don't act on what he's doing, right? And see, that's how I feel. Yeah, I'm not, so I'm I, to everybody. So I, I'm I, connected to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I think he's right in being quiet because I, I think there's a time and a place to talk. I don't know because I can think of two people who are pastors. And this has been like recent times. But I'm just saying, if I was your husband, I don't think I would say anything. Oh, really? Uh -uh. Okay, because I was like, why won't no. you say something? No. Because you know, if I have job. to say something. No, 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 no. It's not his job. See, a lot of times, and Trey used to always say this, and I still believe it. <laughs> Ooh, sorry. He slipped. Never mind. Yeah, it's okay. But it's something good. Okay. He used to say, 
Why are you talking when quiet will do? I love that, and I'm learning that now. So that, that may be why I don't say some stuff That sometimes. is the best advice anyone could ever give you. So unless I responded to the shenanigans, he don't really there you say go. nothing. Okay, I'll buy that. He taught me that. Just be quiet. Sometimes it's not worth opening your mouth. But don't they need to know that he know? Like, I, like don't you? For you what? Know what I'm saying? For what? I know you. I'm watching you. Mm -mm. I'm not really watching you. Mm -mm. I'm just saying. Mm -mm. Because if it's not important for them to know God is watching them. Well, now you just said something. What difference does it make? If that I he's watching. Or, or he is watching. It doesn't matter. Well, I'm we can turn you. the page on that part right there. <laughs> so I, this is what I tell people. And y'all can laugh. Y'all can call and cuss me out. Don't make no difference. <laughs> but I tell people regularly, I have a husband that I love but don't always want. So the last thing I want is yours ah. or, or another one. I'm good with the one that I got. I like Girl, that. keep your man to yourself. I like it. I mean, seriously. I really like that. And if you a man of the cloth, I really ain't looking at you. No. Because it's Cause hard you hard being How you married. you be a man of the cloth? It's hard being married to a man of the cloth, even when he's a good man. Well, they're all men of the cloth, but you're well, in a leadership shepherding role. That's even harder. That's why they're hitting on folks? No, I'm saying it's even harder to as a wife of oh. a pastor. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't want to sign up for that. It is difficult. Yeah, that's not my calling. <laughs> the Lord knows. Right. The Lord knows. He knows where to put you. <laughs> yeah, he absolutely knows. Well, as you can see, we have already started off already. running. <laughs> you are listening to With the Exes at Fishbowl Radio Network. interesting I don't think you guys really realize how unique y'all are because I'm thinking like as I'm listening to y'all I'm thinking about my mom being in the room with my dad's wife oh that would never happen get caught up with the latest with the exes Monday 7 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on the Fishbowl Radio Network
With the exes, I'm Stony Rose. I'm looking you more, and I'm excited because we are working through and beyond the technical difficulties. They don't even feel like difficulties anymore. No, like we just did that smoothly. Bam. Even though I realized that I was sharing a different show on one page and current so on another, but that's all <laughs> so right. Funny. So I see Ronnie Brown. Thank you for watching us on Facebook Live. If you've got questions or comments, go ahead and get those in. Lakinya and I would love to hear what you guys have to say. Absolutely. Also, if you guys want to send in selfies of yourself with your shades yes. on, send us those shots to info at withtheexes.com. We would love to see what you yes. guys are rocking out there, especially me, because I love shades. Right. I love a cute pair of shades. And we would love to share it with the world. Yeah, let's do a shade swap or Ooh, something. Like send us some shades that. and we send you some shades. I'm here for it. However we can make that work. I'm all for the shades. Me too. All for the shades. So last week we had the Rutledges, Marriage Untamed. You know, they are family now. Yes, like they I are. love them to pieces. Yes. We were they talking are. about marriage and partnerships. Mm -hmm. Um and I realized in that whole segment that instead of us having covenants with our mates, the original covenant should be with ourselves. That was my it's like th that show for me. I was like, okay, we're supposed yes. to be talking about marital covenants right. that turn into partnerships. Right. And the whole show was about being in partnership and in covenant with and yourself. in agreement with your own self. Absolutely. Before you branch out and try to do something with Absolutely. somebody else. And I appreciate just that the transparency yes. of that. It was like can we love good. ourselves before we go looking for mates? So and that we don't end up hitting on other people's mates. That part. <laughs> that part. And just when you love yourself, there are just certain things you refuse to do. Mm-hmm. And certain things you will only That's true. Do. Yes. And everything starts with us. 
in covenant with us, in covenant with God, yes. and then it spreads abroad. Uh-huh. I'm in agreement with that. That was amazing. That was a really good talk. Really, it really good. Was. In fact, it got us to the place that I have been trying to get to. I think I said that last yeah. week. Because I know that there is a population of people out there mm -hmm. that are in partnerships. And that's not what they want. That's not what they right. signed up for. Right. It just happened right. some kind of way. Right. Probably started because they put the kids in the middle. Ooh. Unless you don't have kids. I still don't understand people who don't have kids who have problems. Now, I have friends who are married and don't have kids, and they've explained that, you know, work, challenges, schedules, you don't spend that. as much time together. So everybody's that. challenge is it's different. different. Right. But as a mom, I'm like, man, if it was just me and him, Lord Jesus, we'd it be, be swinging from the ceiling fan. Right. But that's right. not everybody's reality. Right, right. But I think that when we get into the grace factor part one tonight, mm -hmm. head versus heart decision, mm -hmm. and then come back next week with Michael Rutledge yes. to do the grace factor part two. Yes. Um, it's going to be covenant or partnership, which is what we kind of ended the last week's show right. on. That is going to be really good because right. that's where I think our audience is. Absolutely. It's like it's great that people are watching and laughing and they Absolutely. love the shades and they get the comments in. Right. It's wonderful. It really, really is. Right. But at the end of the day, we don't want anybody to be stuck. And we right. said that last week. Right. Don't be stuck. Don't be stuck. So. And sometimes you're stuck and you don't even know it. Right. Like last week, I was like, oh, wow. Big eye opener. Because when he asked, what is your covenant with you? Right. And I was like. What? Because that's the stuff we consider. Like, is that a is that a trick question? Who asked themselves, "What is the covenant between me?" Right. Like, what agreement am I going to make with myself today before I even get out of bed? What are my deal breakers? Right. What are my wins? Where right. do I draw the line? What are right. my expectations? What do I refuse to let happen to you today? Absolutely. Yeah, that part. That part. Mm -hmm. Who do I have to cut off or avoid or just not deal How with? How am I going to protect me? That inner child. Remember, that we talked about that at boot camp. Absolutely. It's our responsibility to protect that inner child Absolutely. at all costs. And at all times. And we don't do that because we, we haven't don't. been taught that. We don't know that. And sometimes we're so busy protecting others, we fail to protect us and we're also trying to protect our grown-up right now selves true and we cause the inner child further harm absolutely so it's like more harm than good absolutely so let's just get back to protecting the little inner me absolutely the mini me that's the within mini me. me i love it yes yeah and i love that because um we're so busy because i i heard you earlier saying um that people don't want a partnership. I honestly believe that some people walk down the aisle with mm, the intent I, okay. of having a partnership. I think that that, that is probably true because there are people yes. who do want the facade of it all. Um, that takes me back to what Michelle said. Remember she was in here and she says, most people just want to yes. be the power couples yes. you know you want a rock star marriage and right. i never wanted that that no. wasn't me i don't know anybody no. who wants to be a no. quote-unquote power couple absolutely not derek and i have never had that conversation yeah i'm okay uh, being regular folk 
You know, um, I was listening to, we had Rama last week, and it's a conference put on by Bishop Martin. Okay. And, oh, my goodness, um, Friday night this man said, a lot of you are wanting to be big too soon. Mm. He says, sometimes you need to just lay low because when you're not laying low, you draw attention to yourself. Not only do people see you, but the devil see you too. I love that. And the devil is saying, oh, so you big. Oh, so I need to take you out before you get bigger. And see, that's how I feel like right now I feel like I'm in a season of laying low. Right. It might look like to other people that I've got nothing. stuff going on, but to me I feel like I'm taking cover. Remember we talked about that when the whole stony, the evolution right, of stony. And it's right. like, no, I have to hide me and protect me and continue to look out for me, regardless of what everybody else is seeing. You know, I saw something on Facebook and it spoke to me. It said, um, bosses make big moves in silence. Mm. Okay. So you may not see me making moves, but that does not mean I'm standing still. Right. I'm moving. You just don't see it. And you don't have to. I don't want you to. Right. That's why I'm moving slow. <laughs> and I'm like this. Yes. <laughs> With the matrix. <laughs> it looks like I'm not moving at all. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because there have been times that I've wanted stuff and to do stuff. And I wasn't ready. And I knew I wasn't ready. And then God mm -hmm. told me there are some things that I wanted at times. And it was the Holy Spirit was like, you're not ready. Oh. So when God says you're not ready, like it or not, okay, you accept that you're not ready. Right. Mm -hmm. So I would much That's rather good. move behind the shadows so that if he says I'm going too fast, okay, you didn't really see me in the first place. I like that. So if I sit down and be still. You'll never know. Yeah, it don't matter. Don't you know, matter. Daddy used to always say it's better because, you know, a lot of preachers, especially, especially younger ones, they flock to the pulpit. And my daddy used to always say it's better to be asked up than to be asked down. Yes. Wait and let someone invite you. That's good. To elevate before you, you just be. elevate yourself. You don't want to elevate yourself anyway. You got to do work. Think about it. When you get in the elevator, you have to walk into it and push the button. You sure do. And then take the ride wherever it's yeah, going. Yeah, let's just let it happen naturally. How about that? Somebody else will just hold the door open for you. Right. Help you get in there. Absolutely. The button has already been pushed. Absolutely. You're like, where we going? Are we going to the same place? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, life is just better. It is. It's better. Yes. There's a song. I'm not going to sing it. But, yeah. What is the song? Uh-uh. Don't have me sing it. We have a song from one week to the next. Songs and movies you for know, some reason. You know, we love uh -uh. to sing. Nope. We not Can't sing it. a lick and love it. <laughs> yes. Huh. Yeah, so that was good. Yeah. So the backstory for the grace factor here, the heart decision, kind of piggybacks with everything else from one week to the next. Okay. It's like, what are those things that we really recognize, especially women, but this includes mm -hmm. men, that if we took our hearts off the table, oh, yes. we would make a, a better logical and decent decision. Absolutely. Instead of making emotional decisions, and now everybody has to pay. Absolutely. It's like if you had just set your heart and your feelings aside, that would have gone a little bit better for you and everybody else. 
I was just telling my sister today, I said, you know, sometimes people make decisions. And when they make those decisions, it does not just affect them. Right. Sometimes you make a decision that will affect other people. And that's not okay. Mm -mm. So be real careful. You don't have to even make a decision quickly. Sometimes weigh it out. Pray about it. Take your time. Take your time. Because once you make that decision, it is made. Permanent. And that could have permanent damages on you. That you will regret for the rest of your life. Yeah, because some decisions we make like right now will affect grandkids five generations out. You better believe it. Some of them are good, which is why we're doing what we're doing. Absolutely. But then some of them are not so good. Absolutely. And we just need to know which ones to avoid. Absolutely. Or if we could go back and undo some. And we can't, but even at that, I believe we can turn things around. Mm -hmm. Where Because I've made choices that weren't good, but my kids were able to learn from it. Okay, hey, That's let good. me not do that because that didn't work out for mom. That's what I'm talking about. Uh -huh. I talked to the, well, the kids about that even though Noah's nine. A lot of stuff I talk about goes over his head. But the other two, yeah. yeah. Okay, if you see me do this and I hit a pothole and mess up the car, Why then you, you already know Why not to go down that street. Why would you? Yeah. Just, just avoid the whole street. Don't go, go and try around. to swerve around it. No. Just don't go down the whole street. Absolutely. There is yeah. always another way you can go. Always. And <laughs> he, used to, he taught me this. He said, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Oh, yeah. That's my he used to always tell me, folks. you don't have, there is more than one way to do something. People get fixated on the one way. And they don't think about the fact that there are so many avenues that I'm you can take. Because I'm always looking for the fast way. Fast and efficient. And sometimes fast is not always better. Oh, I know that. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I know that. Yes. I just want it to be done. Absolutely. But I want it to be done in perfection. That's my thing. And sometimes those two, they don't go together. Yeah. yeah. Done and perfect. Yeah. Oxymoron. Absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes, um, even with the tortoise and the hare, the hare was quick, but the tortoise beat him out. Beat him out. Because he was running. Slow and steady. Slow and steady. Wins the race. See, that's somebody's takeaway right now. There you go. That's somebody's. If you want to call us with your takeaway from last week, you yes, can reach us now at 214-717-4678. We haven't had a call in a while. <gasps> that's true. But the producer keeps reminding me. That this is not a call-driven show. He's like, That's this true. is a topic-driven show. That's true. So this vision that I had of the phone ringing off the hook, like, I had to let that go. Well, you know what? When I'm in, when I'm in the classroom and I'm teaching my students, they're not doing this. They're listening. They're listening. Okay. They're learning. We appreciate you guys for listening. Right. If you're talking, you're not listening or learning. So sometimes... The topics we have, they're real. Sometimes yes. people just need to marinate. And we do get the text and the messages Absolutely. after the show. Because Absolutely. I'll get the that was good, that was thought-provoking, that was enlightening. So this I is how that helped that. me. Yeah, I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. So the phone don't have to ring. No, Yeah. no. Sometimes 
you don't need the phone to ring. Um, <laughs> one of my best friends told me one time, she, I was like, well, I'm waiting on the Lord to talk to me. She said, how can he? You're making too much noise. You talk too much. Oh, okay. And I was mad. <laughs> you know, who are you to tell she me? She was telling you to be quiet. Be quiet. Get somewhere and sit down. Be still. Be quiet. So, he wants to talk to you, but you have to shut up first. So she did you like, um, I have a co-worker whose daughter's video went viral. I don't know if you've seen it. The little girl that's saying, you too loud. I've seen that. Harlan is her name. Her dad works at, at the church. Really? So, yeah, your friend told you, you too you loud. You too loud. Do it Calm nicely. down. Be quiet. Do it nicely. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I mean, we're learning. Yeah. This thing called life is hard. Yeah. And sometimes we want things to be done. Sometimes the process is grueling. That's what I told you. Remember we talked about that. Uh, I don't like the process. It's hard. Show me what we're supposed to do. Tell me where the resources are to get it done. Show me the end product. And I want just it let easy. me do it. But it says he knows the end result. Mm -hmm. Not you know it. He knows it. Hirsch, girl. Hirsch. <laughs> <laughs> so I know the thoughts I think toward you. Yes, says the Lord. And my thoughts are higher than your thoughts, and my ways are higher than your ways. I tell myself that often. I know that. You know what? It's easier to tell someone else than it is for us to accept it. For ourselves. For ourselves. Okay. I'll give you that. <laughs> I'll give you that. And we're going to be getting into Grace Part 1 soon. You are listening to With the Exes at Fishbowl Radio Network. Do you want this or you not want this? And right. I love, I, I use the matrix in the counseling session all the time. You want the red pill, the green pill. Right. And people need to have an option. Like, right. don't let me get into this and then find out that's you about a Cracker Jacks. And I don't like the that's game that's inside problem. of it. We, we talk about that too. Yeah. This and more with The X's Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on the Fishbowl Radio Network.
You know what time it is. With the exes, I'm Stony Rose. I'm LaKenya Moore. And I had to put these mints down. I got real, real comfortable. <laughs> we are the relationship realists, and this is the safe place to start the hard conversations. You said you're LaKenya Moore already? I did. Okay, I was popping mints. <laughs> <laughs> and if I didn't, I'm LaKenya Moore. Yes, we are back. We are back. Yes. We are back. And so when we went out, we were talking about head and heart decisions. Yes. And so I basically wanted to just have a general conversation. And, of course, you guys know it's the first Monday, so we're expecting Dr. Guy. Whenever she gets in, she did confirm. So two claps for that because she enjoys being here as much as we enjoy having her. But, no, there's no but as far as Dr. Guy being here. Right, right. The but is on the head and the heart decisions. Right. Those of us who have romanticized life, yes, and then those of us who are dealing with the realities of life, absolutely. And so, when you are with someone, married or not, who is a realist, mm-hmm. and then the other person who is a fanatic, mm. so you have someone who believes unicorns and fairies are real mm. and things are always wonderful and great. And I'm not going to even say the glass half full people. Right. Just you are off the charts. Right. Somewhere else with it. And then you have that person who is not necessarily the glass is half empty. Right. It's just that we can only do A, B, and C because we're limited in what we can do beyond D, E, and F. So let's just reel it in at A, B, and C. And so not just the temperament of the relationship, not just the tone, but the expectations and the longevity. Like, Mm. how do you manage? You said it earlier. There are people who walked on the aisle and they know fully that this is a partnership. Right. So there's a fantasy that comes even with that. And when you say like glass half full or half empty, um, a lot of people I hear them saying we shouldn't think of it as half empty. But what I would say to those people, um, 
if it's half empty, if you don't hurry up and put some more water in your glass, <laughs> it's gonna be empty. It's anyway. going to be gone. So it's not necessarily a bad thing that right. it's half empty, but just know. It is half empty or it is half full. And if you don't put some more in there, you're going to be out. It doesn't even matter because, right, it's going to run out. I like that analogy. Regardless I mean, of what about you your gas it. in your car? Some people will ride until they run out. And I have ridden until it was very, very low. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, when it's all gone... It now is gone. A problem. Yeah, now there's a problem. And now it's a bigger problem. And now it's more than a $10 problem. Yeah, I don't have time to wait on AAA. It's going to take them 45 minutes. Or your motor that you're going to have to get fixed or mm. whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like there, it's going to be a bigger Because it's connected problem. to something else. Because it's connected to something That's else. That's true. So, hey, it's okay if you, if you realize your glass is half empty. That's so, good. what would you consider to be a false reality? Like... What does that look like to you as I put this mint in my mouth? <laughs> my oldest sister was telling me yesterday, she said, there's no perfect marriage. Mm -hmm. She said what, what has kept them so long is the fact that they realize nothing's perfect. So I take what you do that I don't like and I deal with that. You take what I do that you don't like. You deal with that. And so we come to the table understanding that neither one of us are perfect. And neither one of us um, are all bad. I think people don't typically get to that point until like 10, 20 years down the road. I think, I think we know it when we're dating because we see the red flags. Seriously, we do. Mm -hmm. We may overlook them, but we see them. Yes. So although we see... You know, that, oh, I don't know if I like that about him. And mm -hmm. he'll say, oh, you know, I'm not sure if that's a deal breaker for me. I mean, just in conversation, you right. hear things that make your mind start ticking. You like, I don't know wondering. if I could do this forever. Now, I will say, after you've been in a certain amount of relationships, things tick a little quicker. Mm -hmm. You're willing to walk away quicker yeah because you don't want to waste time yes at a certain age you're like ooh, deuces you know <laughs> right trust me you are mm -hmm. but i think even in that you're not building this fantasy land where everything is cotton candy right you're, you're willing to say ooh, i don't know about that but what can i do to help in this area help me to be able to live with this from him in this area. That's pretty good because what you said makes complete and total sense. The challenge for me is if I don't recognize that what it is that I'm doing actually bothers you. Mm -hmm. Or you don't recognize that whatever it is that you're doing bothers me. Right. And you see no reason to do anything about it right and so you give that person the fair opportunity to say okay well yeah that's that's gonna be a wrap for me right because if you are not willing to work on it that's okay right that's wonderful god right. bless you right i don't want i'm not signing up for that right right but i also feel like the person should say okay i don't like when you eat 
that popcorn like that? <laughs> it bothers me. And then give me the opportunity not to eat the popcorn in front of you. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to do anything. Now, this is not just in a marriage for me. Uh, okay. The stage I'm in now, it could be with a child, with a grandchild, with a friend, a girlfriend. I don't get annoyed faster. Yeah, and, yeah. and but you know what? I don't want to annoy you or annoy you. Tell me what I'm doing that annoys you, so I can work on that because you matter to me. That's good. You see what I'm saying? I love you enough to say it's not eating popcorn like that in front of you. <laughs> it's not worth my relationship with you. You know what I mean? Yes. So I think you just have to find out, like, what is the deal breaker for you? And then what's the deal breaker for them? And right. if they're important to you, they're not going to do that again. Absolutely. They're going to honor that. Mm -hmm. I like that. I really do like that. So now I have to ha yeah. uh, ask more questions. Because, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I did ask my friends, okay, so now if something wants to happen to y'all, what are the do's and the don'ts for y'all's husbands? Like. <laughs> What did they say? Oh, no. They were good. Really? They can go ahead and marry and live there. Well, one said they're not getting married. They're just going to have sex. I like that. Well, but, I mean, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying that I feel like that that's the right thing to right, do. Right, just the I'm fact that, that, that you told the know. truth. Yeah, you told her if, some, if you die, that's what's going to happen. Right. Um, and the other one said, well, I'm just not going to remarry. I'm going to date. I said, yeah, I'm, I'm in agreement with that. Wow. I mean, it would take a whole miracle and a half. I get it. But now I'm thinking, okay, there are other questions that I need to ask because I've had my friendships literally since preschool. Ooh. So we've all grown up together. Wow. So if there are things that we're doing, we don't even know what they are. Like we wow. have just grown. So now I'm sitting here thinking, hmm, I wonder if there's something that I do. Now, back in the day, it was... Uh, some of the stuff that I realized was part of my OCD that I wasn't aware of, like the counting and the tapping and the clicking and all those little things that I oh did. Gosh, I I, but I had no idea where that came from. Right. Now I know that is part of, of a mental psyche yes. that goes on. Yes. So I've learned to manage that mm -hmm. just because I'm older. Mm -hmm. But growing up, it was just part of my rhythm right. and my flow, and everybody right. knew that. Right. So now it's like, hmm, I wonder if there's something that I do. Other than uh, I have had friends to say, you when you text, you write essays. <laughs> and it's they like, don't I can't read really that. help that, y'all. Y'all know I'm a writer. Like, right. So I've worked on that part. Right. So I, right. that I do know. I text long. So I've worked on making those shorter over the years. So good job for me. Good snap, two snaps. Yeah, but I can't think of something. I like the longer that my text friends do because you get all the stuff that you yeah. need. Yeah, I don't want to be guessing what you thought I meant. Like, yeah, no, just to make tell it me real what you clear. Mean. That's me. But my text clear. should be an email. Gotcha. Like I should, I should have just sent you an email with all that in gotcha. it. Gotcha. Or wrote you a letter. Or just called yeah. you. No, no. I sh like probably should have just called you, but, yeah, I'm better with the texting. Me too. And I've actually had one of my girlfriends say, we were talking about something. I don't even remember what it was. And she texted me, why are we making life decisions over text? <laughs> and I just fell out laughing because it, it, it was, like, serious. Right. Like, right. You know what? That's, That's a valid true. question. <laughs> because it was a serious topic, and I sent the question in a text 
And I don't even remember what it was about. Wow. I don't know. But she was like, what? Why what, are we what, making life decisions on? over text messages? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So that was like, yes. Oh, oh, I didn't know that one of my friends texted putting a dish towel on your shoulder. Girl, I didn't know that bothered you. <laughs> I love it. That is hilarious. I get that from my grandmother. Well, I'm in I the do kitchen. it. Had a towel on my shoulder. Dry your hands. Do what yeah, you got to do. Yeah, I kind of do that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I can work on that. I'll try. Right. Right. I'll that try. is I'll, hilarious. I'll do I'm in the kitchen. But the thing about it is... She loves you so much until you just now found out that that bothers her. Right. Because no matter what you do, she's going to be there for you. So but that's whether you have a the dish towel, towel on your shoulder or not. You my girl and we ain't going nowhere. But what's funny, she always comment on the dish towel on my shoulder. Like when I have it or if she sees it or we're talking about it, telling stories. She always talks about the dish towel on my shoulder. I never knew that was her way of saying, girl, I need you to but take that this time. Can, off your I, can shoulder. you move that? Will you move that, please? So I got you. She should have sent you a text. You. I got oh, you. In now. the email. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of that dish out. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah. I love it. But, so that's good. That's that's really good. Deal like with the that. false realities. Absolutely. Whether the glass is half full or the glass is half empty. Absolutely. Okay, so. I love that. That is a perfect example. The dish towel I'm used at. Yes. For grace. Absolutely. That is giving somebody just enough room and just enough chances yeah. to do what needs to be done yeah. so that things get changed. Absolutely. And we all deserve it. We all want it, but we don't all want to give it. Right. And that's the problem I have. Um we always want something or we always want people to give something to us we're not willing to give to someone else Mm, yeah we don't want to be takers no no well actually they are takers Hmm. takers take they take so much until they don't know what it feels like to give remember the exercise at boot camp Absolutely, uh-huh. absolutely. Whether you're way in the front or in the back or in the middle, we'll have to. Do, we'll, we need to talk about that when we come back. We will. Okay. Okay. We're talking about Grace Part One. You are listening to With the Exes at Fishbowl Radio Network. This is Ed Gray of the Commish Radio Show. You can catch us now on Wednesdays, 5 to 6 in the Red Bowl, followed by Howard Scott of the Howard Scott Show. Why can't we be friends on the Fishbowl Radio Network? Jump in. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Groovy Gary, and I'm just letting you know you made an awesome choice by tuning in to Fishbowl Radio Network on FBRN.US. Keep it locked right here. Fishbowl Radio Network, FBRN.US. Hi, 
Hi, my name is Jamie with the Washington Agency of AIL. Are you a competitor with the determination of greatness? Well, the Washington Agency is looking for candidates like you to join our team. Please call 682-888-2879 and schedule you for an interview. Let's see if you have what it takes to be great. Everyone, this is Tony Rose from With the Exes. I would like to take this time to say thanks to all of our sponsors and listeners of the show. In appreciation of your loyalty, we will work harder to provide more quality topics and guests for your listening pleasures because, as you know, that's somebody's reality. This is Howard Scott from the Howard Scott Show, coming to you from beautiful Arlington, Texas on Fishbowl Radio. You can catch me every Wednesday from 6 to 7, and we play all this war music, and you get to hear some of the songs that I wrote when I was in the band War, how I created the songs, the stories behind it, and we start off with the blues. You have a good time talking to me, so tune in every Wednesday from 6 to 7 and catch the Howard Scott Show. We're having a whole lot of fun on Fishbowl Radio. Jump in. What's up, y'all? This is Tate, the bad man, a.k.a. the black sheep, a.k.a. the host that does the most. And right now you're listening to Fishbowl Radio Network, the home of the Bad Squad radio show. So keep it locked. What else you going to do? Listen to With the Exes, Mondays from 7 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on Fishbowl Radio Network. Find out more at www.withtheexes.com. Welcome back to With the Exes. I'm Stoney Rose. I'm Lakinya Moore. And we are the Relationship Realist. And this is your safe place to start the hard conversations. Absolutely. You guys can find out more at www.withtheexes.com. You were talking about our boot camp experience right. with the give or take right. um, exercise. You go ahead. Okay. Well, <laughs> I thought you were going to do we'll just We'll just talk about <laughs> it. Okay. So at boot camp, um, we did this exercise where, and I, I don't want to give too much of it away, True. but we did this exercise to figure out whether you're a giver or a taker. And what I'll say without giving too much away, they ask you like a series of questions. Uh-huh. And if you are more apt to give, you step up forward. You, you move right. up forward. If you're not, if you think someone else would be more willing to do that for you, you step back one. Mm-hmm. And what I found out about myself was I was like all the way in the very front of the room because I'm more of a giver. And at first I was like, oh, I give more than I take. Yay. Until this guy said that might not always be good. Right. Because sometimes you give because you want something back. Right. So it's with an ulterior motive. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, snap. Yes. Bust my bubble. And that's the point of that exercise. 
Yeah. One is self-reflection to figure out who you are. Right. But then to unpack it. Absolutely. And talk about why you are that way. I like that, who you are and mm-hmm. why. Like, so you were able to identify that you were a giver. Absolutely. But it wasn't because giving was a wonderful thing. Right. Even though I think I do that mm-hmm. naturally because it just feels better to yeah, me to give than to, to give. receive. Right. But uh, that's not always healthy. Right, because nine times out of ten when people give, it is with some kind of subconscious expectation that something comes back to them. Right. I was posted to the middle. Mm. It's like I was at the front, but I was in the middle. So I wasn't, Mm. like, at the front front. Right, but you weren't at the back either. No, I wasn't at the back. And it was one of those things where, okay, this is great. Because mm. I have a healthy balance, but Absolutely. that hasn't always been the case. Oh, outside gotcha. gym. <laughs> I'm trying. To, oh, yes. I have a whiteboard that I should be using. Right. Um, back Get to fabulous. the show. Get yeah. fabulous today. Hey. I'm supposed to use a whiteboard to communicate mm. within the studio. Dr. Guy is outside, so we, we're glad that she made it. Absolutely. Dallas traffic, you never know what's going right. on. Right. But uh, the thing about that exercise for me when they said being a giver was tied to you wanting something back, mm. in my mind, I thought about the people that I felt had been manipulative in my life. Ooh, good. Those exercises were deep. I mean, boot camp ain't no joke. Life and You better be ready camp, if you go. Like bootcamp.com. Absolutely. Marriagebootcamp.com. We're going to always shout right, them out. Right, right. They have another one coming up. I think it's in, yeah, oh, actually June 28th, yeah, the end of the month. Um, But I thought about the people who constantly were doing stuff for me, not knowing that if I didn't pick up the phone to call, they were saying, she don't care, she don't love me. Well, I tell people all the time the best way to reach me is via text and email. So if you're sitting around waiting on me to call you. You're going to be waiting. Yeah, that's just not, I don't operate like that. Now, I wow. try when I'm driving home from work in the evenings, mm-hmm. I will randomly call people right. that I haven't talked to in a while. Right. Surprise myself and them. Right. <laughs> right. But that's that works for me. Mm. Like, I just, oh, I don't know what would happen if I was confined to a space and all I had to do was talk on the phone. Oh, my gosh. That would bother me. It would just about kill me. And so I recognize now who those people are. Mm. And it's easy for me at this point, easier for mm. me to say, thank you. I appreciate that. Mm. But I don't necessarily have to take it. Oh, I like that. Because now I know that you're doing that because you're expecting me to do something for you. And I don't have the capacity to do what everybody wants me to do. Wow. Girl, I I can't. So how about no thank you? No thank you. Wow. If if there are strings attached to what you're getting ready to do for me. Right. Don't do it. Yeah, just keep it. Just keep all of it. I like that. Mm Remember, I try to go to bed at night free. Absolutely. And wake up free. Absolutely. I mean, girl, you cannot pay for liberty. A girl. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Yeah, and what I'm trying to teach the kids now is that freedom isn't always free. It's not. 
Like freedom ain't free. It's not for real. It's not. It it, it costs somebody. It may right. not cost you, right? But it costs somebody something. I think most of the time it costs you. You think so? I do. Some peace of mind. Remember we talked about Harriet Tubman last oh, week. Oh yeah, Mother Moses. Yes, and how she was freeing people. Yes, that cost her. It did. Yeah, not just time, not just effort, but it cost her a lot. Yeah, with she sacrificed. She sacrificed, she sacrificed a, lot a lot for others. I don't want to be her no more. Just for them to be free. I don't want to be her no more. Too late. <laughs> I'm turning in my hair into a car. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> you are listening to with the exes at Fishbowl Radio Network.
So with the X's, I'm Stoney Rose. I'm LaKenya Moore. And joining us for the rest of the segment is Dr. Tanisha Guy woo for woo. the Grace Factor yes. Part 1 yes. Head or Heart Decisions. Yes. And we've been having some good conversation. Yeah, we've been talking about personal stuff, but we always talk about personal stuff. Yes. We help ourselves and other people. Yeah, we. that's, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. In this season. Yeah. Freely. Absolutely. We care about us. Mm. Not that we don't care about everybody else. Oh, no, no, no. We care. Self-care is important. Oh, Most important. We just came through Mental oh, like Health that. Awareness Month. Yes, May was Mental Health Awareness Month. Yes. So, on the verge or the brink or the end, you however you want to call it, of that, that's just what we're doing and pushing other people to do. I sure wish we could get a full body of what? in the studio of Dr. Guy. Oh, because she's Kurt. <laughs> she Kurt with an R. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Y'all are too much. Baby. They can no, see her. Hey, they can see her. No, you too much. Y'all can check us out when we post the pictures. Look here. Yeah, she going to help y'all in more ways than one tonight. Uh, y'all are too much. Go ahead. I try to post the pictures uh, after each show. So if you guys Ooh. are watching, no, you're not going to want to miss it. On Fishbowl, then you can see the pictures on the withexes.com site under. One of those tabs. I think the one yes. about the show where mm-hmm. the pictures go. Mm-hmm. I'm still not good with this social media thing. I'm not oh, claiming that you're doing I can't good. be managing all these different things. <laughs> you're doing I'm wonderful. doing what I can. <laughs> Thank you. So, head or heart decisions. When it comes to relationships, whether it's romantic, platonic, mama, daddy, whatever, we are talking about those things that are unrealistic. Mm-hmm. What we call them? Um, some kind of fantasy. We just we just called it that. I should have written it down, but I'm trying not to do notes. Well, but I mean, fantasy, that's just basically what it is. Sometimes we're living in an unrealistic world. Which makes it by default a fantasy. A fantasy. That's true. Absolutely. And so we were identifying what some of those things might possibly be or what they could potentially look like for others. I'm am I being frowned at? Okay, I'm being told <laughs> to keep going. I'm gonna keep going. And so I was telling the backstory how this came about. It's just if we were wise enough to take our feelings off the table when we were making a lot of the decisions that we have to make, mm-hmm. how different our worlds and our lives would be. Mm-hmm. And so since you're the clinical expert in the room, we want your opinion on that. Why are you shaking your head? Because we're not clinical at all. We're not, but we we, we were educated. <laughs> Very. <laughs> And we know there are some decisions that if we could go back and take our feelings out of it. Oh, yeah, we would absolutely make a difference. I I don't even have to be clinical. Mm -hmm. But you know what? There are people who won't acknowledge that part. Right. That's so true. Yeah. People have to 
remember that the decision is based on an emotion, right? So when you um, told me what the topic was last month, I was just like, oh, yes, this is my stuff right <laughs> here. Like, you know, every weekend session I'm talking about. So what was that decision? Was that a head decision? Was that a heart decision? Oh. And was that an, an act? So when you think about, and I have no research, I've said this on you all show before, um, to, to substantiate this only, you know, 19 years now in the profession that uh, as a believer, um, it's been my experience that we have the ability to do three things. Mm -hmm. We can think, we can feel, and we can do. Right. Mm -hmm. I've yet to meet a human being that is alive, that's mm -hmm. not thinking, that's not feeling, and mm -hmm. that's not action oriented in some shape, form or fashion. Mm -hmm. But because life happens, we start off like this, but then we become fragmented from our own selves. Ooh. So the person who lives in their head, they disconnect from their emotions because maybe something traumatic happened, something painful oh. happened. And so they're very logical. They're very rational. When you ask them again, how are you feeling? They give you a response like, I'm doing fine. All right. And OK, things are just not emotions at all yeah. because they're very analytical but then you have our feelers who are disconnected from their thoughts and they live in the world of their emotions and so mm -hmm. they base their uh, experiences off the emotions they make decisions off of emotions and in many cases they're irrational because it's based off an emotion wow. and then you have the doers the doers are really the life of the party they just act they don't think oh, they just wow. do because that's what I want to do now right. that might be fun sometimes but when you're right. making life decisions that's not right. always the best decision yes. So you have the thinkers, the feelers, and the doers, but we have all three of these qualities, but we become disconnected. So in relationships, what you typically have are two people. One is a thinker, one is a feeler, one is a doer, and yet they communicate wow. on very different levels. So if you're the thinker, right, you're very analytical. Right. So when you process problems in the relationship, you process them on an analytical level. Wow. But if you're the feeler in the relationship, you're not connecting thought to thought you're connecting right. with the heart right so Ooh. you're telling this person about how you feel you know how they make you feel mm. and so you don't go back up to the head to process the person who lives in the head is like I don't understand what you're talking about because I don't live here in this heartland right. I live in this headland wow. so you have people that are just not communicating on the same language so it really kind of goes back to that whole five love languages except for these are just three languages that we all speak we just speak them at different times this is Whoa. good because I'm thinking that I guess you could be any one of those at any given time or age or season absolutely or stage of life yeah yeah, depending on where you are, you become disconnected. Right. Sometimes you're not disconnected. And we are our healthiest when we're not disconnected, right? When we're thinking about decisions, when right. we're feeling a decision, and then we're acting on it. Because some people will think about things in their head all day, but they wow. won't do a darn thing. They just talk. Like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Uh-huh, mm-hmm, this is a good idea. But there's no action behind it. So what's the like point that. about thinking about it yeah. if there's no action? You just help me forgive somebody. Well, look at there. It just hit me. Huh. We we can't really hold people accountable for where they are. Not if they don't know it. If they don't. Now, yeah. I think I did. We talked about that, I think, over a year ago. I said, we just have to accept that some people just don't know what they don't know. Right. And let them be. Just let them be at it, girl. Right. Yeah. And, and it's okay. Yeah, it is okay that that's all that you know. Now, what I will say is it won't be okay for me to keep living in that space with you if you're right in, in whatever space you're in. Yes. So I guess that's me growing up enough to say 
you are a heart person you are a mm -hmm. villa but baby you better use your head mm -hmm. and that's when that person is disconnected and mm. you keep telling them this is not a logical rational decision and they're like but i love you right you mean so much <laughs> to me and you like the devil is a lie. Right. I'm going to need you to think about this right. person that you with that is not healthy. And it's a toxic relationship. But you wonder why people stay in these toxic relationships because you're like, this don't make sense. Because they're making heart decisions instead of I head decisions. I feel like you have just eavesdropped on like a week's worth of conversation. <laughs> you know what? In my head, I was saying, dog, is she talking about me? <laughs> Girl, because that is the, the, the thinker and the feeler. Those are the two people that have been having conversations. And it's like, that don't really sound like or feel like love. But, okay, if that's the definition that you have of mm -hmm. it, I guess it's okay because it's your definition. Right. But it don't have to be my definition. Right. It's See, called social constructivism. We've got to get on the yeah. same page, though, about the definition of the love, right? We should, but you know how many people don't? Right. I think more people don't than do. I believe more people don't than do. If you ask a couple random, like someone you know, uh -huh. to define what love is to them. Girl, that's right. Or how do you exhibit love? Like, I mean, a couple that's been together for years, mm -hmm. they will either be like, I don't know. Or they'll give you two different descriptions. Right. Mm -hmm. Maybe those work for both of them, and sometimes one gives a description, and they feel like this is what love is. The another one gives a description, and this is what love is, and they're not happy, but they can't figure out why they're not happy. But y'all both just said love was something completely different. Girl, Get out of here. I sound like her just like the last week or two. This is my thing. People will come and talk to me, and that's fine. But now I'm at a place where I don't just need to be talking to you. I need to be talking to y'all. Right. Yeah. When do I going to get to talk to y'all? Right. Mm -hmm. Because people don't hear when it's someone that's close to them, they don't hear the, the message the same. I believe Right? That. Because we have filters, and our filters are based on our experiences. So if you're my mate, and you tell me you have a bad attitude as my mate, I don't hear that I have a bad attitude from you because we got some history. But if I bump into somebody that, you know, I've been knowing for a week and they say, girl, you got a bad attitude. I'm going to be like, yeah, right. you would kind of. Clench my pearls. Let me that. work on that. Because <laughs> right. we don't have any history. I don't have any filters so that to say. So authentic. It's yes. authentic. Exactly. I love that. Okay, so Dr. Guy, let me clarify or you clarify for me. I get the thinker. I get the filler. Mm -hmm. Help me with the doer. What does that look like? Action. Okay. Action. This is the person who, I hate to use this because we go back to acts of infidelity. This is the person who their spouse says, well, why did you cheat? And they're like, I just did. Like, it wasn't because I don't love you. It wasn't because you're not a great husband or a wife. It wasn't because you don't do this. It was just something to do. I just did it. And their mate is like, no, I need a why. I need an answer yeah. to it. And especially if you're logical. Like, and especially if you're a filler. I, I well, ain't got that no reason too. for it. Exactly. Yeah. Right? But the doer is just like, I just did it because I'm all about action. And in that moment, that was the action. Don't Doesn't have to make sense. Doesn't have to be that a hard decision. That was my next thing. It was like, that don't make no action. sense. Wow. Doesn't have to make sense. It's about action. But because it, it makes sense to them. It's about the action. It's about I have to do something. So this is what I decided to do in that moment. Girl, you could have stayed downstairs in the, oh, <laughs> in the lobby. No, my gosh. 
I'm glad you didn't because somebody needed to hear that. We needed to hear that. So at the same time, the door is also probably the person that says, I love you so much. I haven't been doing what I'm supposed to do. Let me go buy you a diamond. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or the doer is also the person who does all these things but doesn't give heart. And yes. so their mate is just like, but you I don't, don't love me. And the doer is like, but I'm doing. Just, I'm doing. Yes. And the heart person is like, ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> those of you who are listening via fishbowl and can't no, see, I'm putting my shades back it. on. Wait a minute. And I think you probably need to keep them on the rest of the show. I am. I might put another pair on top of them if we keep going. Right. I like those. Oh, thank you, doctor. The doctor is in. If you guys have questions of your own, you can call us 214 717 4678. We have some things popping up on the screen. I knew as okay. soon as I moved this. Yep. Let's see what happens. Let me share. Y'all keep okay. talking. I'm I can't try to see who's saying what. We've got some hearts. Some likes, some loves. Okay. No comments that I can okay. read okay. officially. Nope, keep going. I had some comments, but they went away. So okay. I don't know what that's about, but I'll we'll figure that out. In front of me right yes, now. Yes, yes. Um that was that was a lot right there. That was deep. That was a whole lot because like she walked in tearing it up. Ready. Just ready. I t like when I saw it, I was like, this is my stuff right here. Head, heart, do mind, body, and soul. That integration that we sometimes forget to do because we are all right. these things. But life happens. And so we just keep doing this. Wow. And wonder why we so unhappy and so unhealthy. Because we get further and further away from what our true selves are. And then once your true self starts to come back together and you identify which of these you are and where you are. And then you can clearly see the other person and the motive and the intention. Which is right. why I'm like, if that gift is going to cost me something, keep, you keep it. it. I don't need all the extra. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's not really a wall, but there's a white space right. there now. Because... We are in like on two different plateaus. Mm -hmm. Forget the five love languages. This is we're back to men are from Venus and women are from Mars wow. or whatever mm -hmm. it's called. Yeah, that's it. We're not even in the same atmosphere, wow. stratosphere mm -hmm. anymore. So yeah. those are the people that we we really trying to help, including ourselves. Absolutely, um, especially especially ourselves. First, there's a, a great book. It's called His Needs, Her Needs. And I either have that or I've read it. Probably because it's been around for a mm -hmm. while. Um, but they do that. a really good job in, in talking about how couples and, and relationships um, make deposits and withdrawals. Yep. Right? We read that and, we got so, and so if you, let's say, just like a bank, right? So if you keep going to your bank and making withdrawals, mm -hmm. And never make any deposits. At some point, you gonna be that broke. bad boy gonna be in a negative. Hmm. Yeah. So when couples are in relationships, typically sometimes that's what happens. One person is always making withdrawals without making any deposits, and so wow. there's a negative the giver balance the there. Absolutely. The giver and the taker. Instead of both of them making deposits so that they can both make withdrawals. Or both Ooh. of them making the deposits that are considered valuable yes. towards their mate. Because you could be making deposits yep. that somebody else would be head over heels for. Yep. But your mate is like, that don't really do nothing for me. 
Absolutely. And that's just like depositing a dollar and wanting ten back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or depositing yeah. a dollar and saying that the value on that dollar is worth ten. No, no, no. I mean, I'm not good at math. I don't like math. I'm English and history, <laughs> but I know that the dollar is not worth ten. But if we know it's a hundred pennies. Yeah, that's <laughs> But if I believe it has more worth, yeah, I have to honor your belief because right. it's your belief. Uh, right. Do I honor it or do I say boo-boo? No, I honor it and then I say boo-boo. That's your belief. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to have to work on that. <laughs> At least that's what I try to do. I acknowledge that this is what you believe. Now, I can acknowledge it, but, but honor it. My experience tells me something different. Right. So, to me, I, I call that honoring. I'm honoring okay. what you I said. I could see that. Now, it's not necessarily right. 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 But I'm going to honor that that's how you're feeling. Right. I have some work to do. No. No, you don't agree with that. Did I look? Did I look? Yeah, a your way? face yeah. told me and, that that's not what I should be doing. No, I agree with that. I just... You know, it's so difficult to say what's right depending on what the topic is. True. Right? Because that's so subjective. Because someone might say it's not right for you to go hang out with your friends and not bring me. Yeah, somebody might say that. I wouldn't agree with that. But somebody might say that. Okay. Yeah. So right is relative to the relationship or the people Absolutely. in it. Mm -hmm. Okay. That makes sense. So they yeah, have to establish goes, what it is. I was about to say, so it goes back to doing the work up front. Mm -hmm. Well, You know, are you yeah. going to have a problem with me going with my friends on Friday? I mean, this is what I've always done. So you have a problem dating, with that. If you didn't have a problem with him hanging with his friends or her hanging with her girls while y'all were dating, now you're married and there's a problem. But I think that's part of the problem with marriage and why we see so many divorces because people date on the premise that, oh, you can do this while we're dating. Mm. And then when they get married. It's supposed to stop? Unfortunately, people. People expect that? No, you crazy. know how many people are okay with what happens in their dating relationship? And when they get married, they're like, oh, he's going <laughs> to stop. She's going to start. And neither oh, of them happen. because they think they're going to switch into this role. Yes. Oh. So the woman thinks, oh, he going to stop hanging out with his friends late at night. Because that's what husbands do. That's what husbands, husbands oh, do. No. And the husband says, oh, she going to start cooking dinner every night. Because that's, that's what wives do. do. And now they married and ain't neither one of them doing any that of those things. crazy. Because it's an expectation that you have about the sanctity of marriage and how you define marriage. But people don't talk about that, right? They just say, let's get Not married. Not until 10, 20 years later down the road. Which goes back to the fantasy we were talking about. Yeah. Absolutely. This romanticized idea behind what marriage is. Romanticized Being idea. Being in love with the idea of love. Yeah. Uh, the Rutledges talked about that last week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh. I, if I had goodness. my shoes on, I would throw them at both at both. <laughs> <laughs> Because that was a lot. Yeah, you just came in here with the gloves on, swinging, throwing punches. Dang, did you know that this was her love, a love topic? <laughs> yeah, this, this is my topic. She was this excited is, when topic. I texted her. Right, I was like, yeah, this like, is the topic. This? I this feel an topic. anxiety attack. You know what, I'm, I'm panicking a little bit. I'm trying to calm myself down. This is not the day I needed a hat. I need this to relax my edges a little. That was a lot. This is the topic. Girl. 
we have fillers, doers, and thinkers. thinkers. And somewhere Guys. in there, we got givers and takers. Both. Oh my goodness. Y'all know this is real, real good. You are listening to With the Excess at Fishbowl Radio Network. I'm Stony Rose. I'm Lakinya Moore. And joining us is Dr. Tanisha Guy for part one of the Grace Factor Head and Heart Decisions. We just got a listener comment. A lot of people want to have a wedding but don't think about the marriage. Mm-hmm. That is so true. After the wedding date, then what? Mm-hmm. Then what? They find out the hard way mm-hmm. that they're not really married. Right. They just had a wedding. And that they're roommates. And they, they've been roommates for years, and now they're tired of being roommates. That partnership. And that's what we're going to be talking mm-hmm. about in part two. Yes, when the covenant has broken, run its course, whatever. I don't believe if you're with your God or Dame made it can run its course, but people fight me on that, so whatever. Mm-hmm. When the covenant has run its course, and now you are partners in a relationship, and you no longer want to be partners. And you may want to get back to your covenant and don't know how, or you mm-hmm. may just be struggling to get out of this partnership and don't know how. Either. I like that. Some people, you know, want might to actually to the, want to be want to. together like in a healthy, good way. 
But then how do you undo all the damage that's been done? All the things that have been said, all the the uh, promises that have been broken, the commitments that were made and not followed through, not just with each other, but with the kids, mm. you know, with the other people that are connected to you guys. You, mm. Remember, you make decisions that affect everybody. Absolutely. So you've not just hurt your mate, you've hurt everybody that's connected mm. to the two of you. But, you know, in that thinking, it really is about um, the perception, right? And yes. so if you, you think about everyone has made some mistakes, everyone has done some things potentially right. maybe that has harmed someone yes. else. And so why do we actually have to have these these pitfalls and, and trials and tribulations. We have to have them because they allow us to grow, right? right. It Absolutely. stretches us. And so totally whenever people see these mistakes that they've made in, in their relationships with their kids and their spouses, and they're like, I just can't forgive you. Mm. Well, then can you not grow? Because in order mm. for growth to happen, there has to be some resistance. Mm. And so your resistance are your mistakes. So it really is that perception. If I can see your mistakes as the resistance that we needed for our relationship to grow to the next level, oh, then girl. we can get past it. But if I wow. see your mistakes as a vengeful way to hurt me and I can never yeah, forgive you. Personal. Yeah, it was personal. Mm. Then I'm stuck. Yeah, because I'm sitting here thinking, you got to put on some really grown-up panties to say this was needed for our growth. Oh, absolutely. Now, I believe every relationship comes with its own set of challenges and struggles. From the beginning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's just certain stuff some of us are just meant to go through. Right. But it's that other stuff that we're not meant mm -hmm. to go through that we bring gets upon brought ourselves. into yes. the relationship for whatever reason. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, I guess if I could see... This was something that was necessary. Okay, yeah, you had to get laid off or I had to get sick or whatever. Mm -hmm. That had to happen. We grew through that. Mm -hmm. But now you didn't have to go do all that other stuff that you did. Mm -hmm. That made it personal. Y you might think that I didn't have to do it, but I had to do it to realize that's not what I want. Ooh, but if I don't do it, then who? But Girl. is it about who pays the cost? No, I don't think, I mean that in a bad way, like who pays the cost or who foots the bill. Who Who is there then to help with that fallout and the massaging and the navigating and the bringing that back together? Like Both. who's there to do the CPR? Both. You can't do CPR on yourself. No, True. but I can do it on you and you can do it on me. Uh-uh. Outside, like that—that's yes. where you need that's that outside. You do. Yes, that outside entity. Right, most of us will because so it takes something to get to that place to say, "I'm gonna forgive you," but I'm gonna understand that this forgiveness is not because, oh my goodness, you're a wonderful person. I have this great heart, but this forgiveness is because I do want to be with you, and I know if I don't forgive you, we cannot get past that. But right. again, it's the resistance that creates growth. I, I always use this analogy of a bow and arrow, right? Mm -hmm. And so. Uh, if you want your arrow to go far, right. how much resistance are you going to give yeah, it? Yeah. Right. Oh. If I want a short distance, I pull it here. Yeah. If I want a longer distance, I got to give it way more resistance. Right. I got to pull back. So if you think about relationships in the same way, I'm going to give you this much resistance. Then I'm going to hmm. give you this much growth. Mm. So the so more the resistance measure. I have, the more growth I potentially can earn. So you really got to be willing to just cut and let go. So oh, y'all know yeah. that I talk to different therapists because I'm, I'm looking for somebody to do a piece on intimacy. And so I've actually met uh, a sex therapist. And mm -hmm. it's funny because 
I go to get the information and then I end up finding out something like this is good and so I'm gonna use my six. I'm gonna get my six in wherever I can right. get them in at. Right. But of course now I can't have them on the show. Right. Because I've been going. So I said as oh, soon shucks. as we're done with this little interview thing that we got, <laughs> right. I'm gonna have you on the show for intimacy. But he said something to me that was like, Oh my God, that's like where so many people are, probably including myself. He says that there comes a point when you get in a relationship and let's say there was infidelity or whatever the situation is right. and now one person has had their awakening mm -hmm. like they've grown the offender has now made their peace and they're growing and they're all in and now the offended one is now angry and resentful and it's because now you want to do everything that I've been trying to get you to do for 20 years oh. and I wasted 20 years settling dealing with all of this stuff that you've been doing when you could have been everything that I thought you were capable of being from the beginning and oh. I said really he says yeah that there, there are people who once they grow through whatever that season was the other person who's been waiting for the person to get there is now bitter and angry and resentful and tired and, tired. and they want out because You've handed me this bag of crap of a relationship for two, three years, 20, 30 years, and now you want to do right, which tells me that you could have decided to do right 20, 30 years ago. Dang. That's the assumption, right? And, right. and I'm, I'm listening to you because I'm like, this is probably 50% of my couples. Wow. At least 50% of my couples no. are in that space to where one, is in the, the, the process of saying, I'm, I'm working on gaining some forgiveness. Uh -huh. And the other is just like, no. Whether it's the male or the female. Right, either And one. they're just angry, right? Yeah. And so part of that anger, what you typically see in the relationship is that the anger is projected onto that other mate. But if people are really honest with themselves, you got to take some of that anger and identify it because it's reflected at self. Because mm -hmm. let's oh, say absolutely. I've been with you for 20 years. Absolutely. I can't be mad because you did you for 20 years. But I'm I mad because I stayed for and 20. let you do you for 20 years. Exactly. And didn't do me. Exactly. That, and, I mean, this guy, his name is exactly. Dr. Mike. It was good. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, I have never heard that. Never. So mm -hmm. there are people who are angry and bitter because now their mates have matured and become the ultimate wife or the ultimate husband. But mm -hmm. they don't want them now because it's taking they you. soul snatches. Like yeah, they you, snatched you the other person's me, soul and yeah. they're just like, what do you want me to do? I don't have nothing yeah. else to give you. And so I said, when we're done with these little things, I'm having you on the show. You have to come on the show. But I'd never heard that. So now I, it's not like I have a respect, but I have an understanding, I'll say that. I have a greater understanding for people in those relationships. Right. Especially being in a relationship. Because wow. every time I'll be like, oh man, I don't even know why I'm mad. And I say, oh, I can identify with some of what he's saying. Oh. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay, what's my next appointment? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. And that's sad because you should be celebrating. Like, who was that? Zandra was talking about the lady that prayed for her way with yes. her for 25, 25 years. years. Yes. And now she can't stop smiling. 
Right. That's her testimony. Right. Other folks' testimony is uh uh-uh. uh. Mm-hmm. Especially younger. Bags yep. Especially younger. A long couples. time ago, I've been waiting on something else to happen. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's that resentment that builds up. And again, you start to see the projection of their own feelings onto their, their mate. So it, You've it can't get time. better because now that person is doing what you've always wanted them to do, but you're not accepting of it. Right. And you sometimes you're like, I don't even know why I'm, ex- I'm not accepting of it. Because like, it hurts to say, I'm just not going to forgive you. Yeah. Well, because you don't even want to think that you could be capable of non forgiveness. Maybe they have forgiven. No. They just Mm-mm. haven't, like Zandra said, I forgive you, but that don't mean I have to stay in a relationship with you. That is true. So maybe that's where they are. I'm, I'm just I'm saying. I'm talking about the ones that want to be in the relationship. Say they have forgiven, but oh, they're still projecting. Yeah, so they have not forgiven. Yeah. No. Because if you're still talking about it, if you're still visiting it, if you are still um, holding a grudge, mm-hmm. yeah. you have not forgiven. Right. Period. Especially if you are the type of person that feels like uh, one deserves another. So whatever you did to me, now I have to do it back to you. Like, <laughs> did you catch them again another show? Well, we had a lady on Facebook. She says her question was, how many times do I have to forgive a cheating husband? And another Facebook person wrote, my husband knows me. I get even. even. So cheating don't even come up in her house because he already knows. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, if that's what you want to do, wow. it's the free for all. <laughs> Wow. Then we'll figure out what to do with the kids and the house and the dog. And we might all stay in it, but just know <laughs> that's a lot that's, of people. That's an option. Oh, my goodness. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. That's uh, what they say. I, I was taught that. That's a lot I don't of know work. if that's a that's good a way to put work. that, though. That's a What's lot of good work. for the goose is good for the gander. That's a lot of work. I, I don't know think if want that, that the gander really could run the game it ain't even about the goose if the gander really wanted to i think it's russian roulette though like because if you do what that person did to you that person isn't you they might not respond the same way that part like you cannot base your behavior yeah, you have to know your off mate. of your mates yeah. you have to know if that's gonna work you can now. say oh i'm gonna do the same thing my mate did to me because i still my mate okay and your it. mate is like deuces <laughs> and you're like, no, I didn't want it. No. Or your mate is like, well, I like this even better. Right. Yeah. Now, so you now, you're a different. now you're swinging. And that's really not what you signed up for. I think that's Woo. a special topic. <laughs> <laughs> we have right. had that. I, that's not right. even on the list. Swingers is not oh, on the list. My gosh. We struggled that's with pornography. Lot. Right. <laughs> Which I still haven't found anybody. I thought yeah. I did, but they can't come. Outside of their company, like they do, oh. their their company oh. has them on lockdown, so they can't come and do right. it. Yeah, right. I tried, y'all. I tried. Google it. Right. <laughs> that part. X X Alexa. Right. Maybe that's not where we need to go. Right. Yeah, now. I don't think that's what we're supposed to be doing. We're trying to get people <laughs> to come back it. to themselves. When Doctor Guy puts her hands together, yeah, and then makes her Connected. fingers intertwine, and she says we are supposed to be. At one with ourselves. And she said, not quit doing just our mates. This. Yeah, and we come apart when life happens to us. 
So now there are three of me. There's an emotional me, a thinking me, and a, f- a, f- a doing do- me and running around. We're all displaced doing our own thing. So the feeler does one thing, the thinker does another, and then the doer decides to just get up and or you do don't whatever. do anything. Like you Oh, so doer non-doer. Yeah, like you might choose to not do. Cuz you're li- too busy living in your head talking about shoulda coulda wouldas, but there's no mm. action behind it. So you're stuck. But let's you're talk stuck. about that. You're yeah. stuck. And that's crazy because if you know your mate is a doer mm-hmm. and they're not doing anything, that sends a clear Oh, that's message. a red flag. That's yeah, a yeah big if your mate is a busybody flag. and now yeah. they're bedridden, yeah, that's a sign. That you just choose not to not to see. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what else to say about this. Y'all got me on this one. That was a bit much. That, this was like eating time. an elephant. Uh-huh. Not one piece at a time. Like no. we just got force fed a whole elephant. Yeah, that happened. Man. That was a lot. And y'all are quiet. Quiet, quiet. And I quiet. did get and that was a good quiet question when they earlier. got a process. I, yeah, like, when like, you're you processing stuff, you're like, I'm not going to ask the question. I just got to think about what that was. I need to see this how for a that. Yeah, I got to sit with that and really see how my life fits into that perspective. Because when you think Absolutely. about it, and I always ask this question to every single client that sits in my office. I ask them, are you the thinker, the filler, the doer? Because you I are all it. three. But which one do you use predominantly? And no matter what, people immediately go. And they say, I'm a thinker, I'm a feeler, I'm a doer. Like, people know. And if you don't hmm. know, that's probably a problem. Absolutely. Because we I'm definitely are thinker. driven by one more than the other. I want to say that I'm typically a thinker because I overanalyze. But in this season, I'm like, let's get something done. I don't even care what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm doing something. Because what I'm not doing is what I've been doing. Mm. I don't know how healthy that is. I'm just saying. Yeah, but if you were not action-oriented before because you were too busy Oh, no. I've, thinking, yeah, I've always been, So I'm catching up to myself. I've been yeah. saying that from And now you're week. doing more the integration piece. Yes, I am back together mm-hmm. as my whole self with a mm-hmm. whole new name. Mm-hmm. Why are you looking like that, again? Girl. <laughs> you just sit and start staring. <laughs> wait, girl, wait a minute. I'm just... Oh my gosh. Like I know exactly what I am, but it also took me to a place of what I had in all relationships. So I'm the filler and I tend to not be with other fillers. Mhm. I tend to be with thinkers Endures. Mm-hmm. How would that work? Like if two feelers or two thinkers, like how would that? Really, it doesn't. I've never seen a couple sit in my office and just be <laughs> okay, two I just feelers. I, I see thinkers together all the time, but I, I never see How does two that work? Feelers. See, two that thinkers. would be crazy too. So here's my two thinkers. My two thinkers are in a relationship with each other, and they're both complaining about intimacy. Because that's, that's what my thought was. How do two thinkers get together <laughs> they're both complaining about if they're not in different ways. Now, they're, they're getting things done. They're productive in their careers. But when it comes to them connecting There's with each no other. There's no romance. Because ain't nobody feeling on nobody. Well, that, I figured that was going to be a problem. That's why I asked. But the, I just didn't know. The what thinker. This. Now, Lord. obviously, those are the extreme thinkers. But 
those are my thinkers and my feelers typically wow. are gravitating towards people that are thinkers because thinkers this is people are not going to like this that are thinkers girl they don't like us anyway <laughs> thinkers are afraid to feel i believe it because huh. there's something about thinking that I can control. Absolutely. I can shut a thought on. Absolutely. I can turn it off. Absolutely. But that emotional piece is like, wait, I, I can't stop that. I don't like that feeling. And I'm not going to be weak. Yes. Yeah. And, and that makes me vulnerable. Absolutely. So, mm -mm, But you can turn ahead. that off and on around different people. Like, you don't want to feel around certain people because you already know mm -hmm. they're going to take advantage or manipulate. But or the something. problem is people are doing that in their relationships. Yeah, that makes they're sense. They're shutting it off with the person they should be most vulnerable with. Not right. that because they don't has feel done safe. Some, right. Mm. So is there anybody that's, and we asked this question before, anybody in a marriage that didn't just get married that's happy for real? And I'm not talking about this, we, we know we live in life and the bills are paid and life is grand. Right. I'm talking about at your core, your intimate and things are working for you. I'm being told we have three minutes. I, I want to so. hear from the happy people. You know what? Well, we, I we need to get the them to call in people. because I, think I know some happy people. I think my parents, I think, are happy people. That's yeah. good. Like, I'm crazy as a bed bug, but I think they're good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I okay. Know so. But I think I'm they're good in their craziness. Soon. I think there's the awareness. That they gonna be crazy together, but it's a healthy crazy yeah. together. And I accept your crazy, of. you accept mine. Absolutely. So I know a and couple. We get out of hand. I know a couple of those too. Yes. Okay, y'all. This I'm gonna have to see if uh, Mr. Rutledge wants would share his <laughs> his platform with you next week. Seriously. We have to finish this. Are you free? Yeah. Next Monday. Okay. Yeah, we gonna have we, to. We gotta make that happen. Uh, Mr. Marriage Untamed, you're gonna have a guest. <laughs> I have to make an announcement. I Mr. Rutledge. I know y'all are friends. Y'all can catch up. So, you guys, we have some exciting news. I'm so excited. I started working on this this rom romantic comedy novel, uh, actually, with Dr. Guy <laughs> back in, like, 2012, 2013. It's called Second Time Around. It is a novel, and it's about the second chance. Like, if you got a second chance with your first love, would you take it? Like right now, if you had to make a decision. So there are some reviews on the With the Exes website. You can actually pre-order tonight on the withtheexes.com website under the bookstore tab. I'm going to read this because I want to make sure we don't run out of time. So right. it says, this book is dedicated to the woman who loves her savior more than herself, his majesty more than her man. Ooh. So what's meant to be already is. What would you do if you got a second chance with your first love? Would you drop everything and run or hold on tighter and hide? When failure is not an option, will Kendall and Jason succumb or succeed in marriage? Or will Chase remind her that any love that starts to fade didn't really exist in the first place? Can they stop what never ended decades ago? Or will they begin what never really started the second time around? Mm -hmm. So it's real life, Page real charter. people. Yes, and and y'all need to know, Shondell didn't write this book. Stony wrote Rose. this book, baby. So this is a whole different reading experience. Pre-orders, you can order now. I didn't know Amazon had a process, so it'll be available on Amazon later in the week because they have this like seventy-two-hour kind of thing. But you can order an advanced copy now and find out about the launch party, Lemonade, Literary Lemonade launch party. I'll be there. Please, yes. please, please What's go pre-order tonight. Get your second time around.
tonight. You are listening to With the Exes at Fishbowl Radio Network. Mondays from 7 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on Fishbowl Radio Network. Find out more at www.withtheexes.com. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of With the Exes, where we're serious about getting the right people in the right relationships or getting people right in the relationships they're in. Child, don't come into crazy. Get yourself together and leave crazy on the floor. You're listening to With the Exes on Fishbowl Radio Network. How you're feeling Stop fighting what you can't control Release your reservations And let me be the one you want Buy into temptation Seize the chance to change your mind Promises I'll make you Words pouring from my mouth like wine Cause if my love's what you want I'll leave it at the door Love this feeling 